Hello, everyone. This is Dylan with Opal's Lounge. Uh, we have our first episode of Life After the Reading, and today we have Micah here. She has been a client with Opal's Truth just this past year, and we have been excited to work with her and see growth. Uh, Micah, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us whatever you want about yourself. Okay. Hi, I am Micah. I um, am a client of Dylan and Opal's Truth. Um, I've had two outstanding readings so far, um, and both have been really, I have to say, very life-changing and very much um, impactful. So um, when I was asked to do this podcast, I was very excited to share um, my thoughts and answer any questions. So I'm happy to be here. Wonderful. Awesome. So the purpose of this podcast is, and Micah, you already know this, but I want to put this out there for our listeners, but the purpose is for Micah to share her experience with Opal's truth and just let us it's not only feedback for Opal's Truth and Opal's Lounge as well, but also it's a platform where you get to stand here. I say stand with air quotes. <laughs> and you get to stand here and tell us about your experience and just how it was so impactful. So I know based off of working with you that this was not your first reading. Um, but what were your thoughts going into the reading with me and Opal's Truth your first time? So honestly, my first time, I was a little anxious. I wouldn't say nervous, but I was anxious because I am very much um, still in the grieving process from losing my mom. And um, I have been on a whole journey of through that. So um, I, like you said, it was not my first reading and I've had some readings, um, mediumship readings, and some of them were, you know, com confirmations that, you know, that could only be something that my mom would know or something like that to give me confirmation that they were connecting with my mother's spirit. But then in other ways, sometimes I just felt like it was very, I don't know, sometimes vague, sometimes general, um, not so specific where um, I just felt like I didn't have that connection that I was looking for. So I had very much high hopes that going into this reading that you would have the ability to truly connect with my mother's spirit and that, you know, I would be able to come away from it without a doubt that my mother's spirit was communicating with you and that I was able to communicate back to her and just feeling like I know for sure that what took place there's no ambiguity there's no um gray area like I know that was my mom so that that's what I was anxious about going into it awesome that is actually a delight to hear that is what I strive for doing readings is not only the details, but can we get it as granular and specific that way this person knows without a shadow of a doubt that we are talking to 
their loved one on the other side. So I'm so excited to hear that this was the outcome for you. Um, let's see. The next question I want to ask you is, what were your biggest takeaways from your reading or both readings? Um, well, from the first reading, um, I would say my biggest takeaway, again, was just like knowing that the things that were communicated, it was definitely my mom, like things that there's no way it it wasn't her. There was no there was no room for interpretation, like the things that came through were definitely my mom and it just made me feel so comforted. And so, so it gave me a lot of peace because, you know, you have your moments where you doubt, you know, the the ability that your loved one can hear you when you talk to them. And, mm -hmm. you know, you just wonder, you just have so many questions because it's the unknown. And, you know, I've been told by several people, like, you can hear your mom, like, you don't need to go through anybody else, you know, you just really need to focus in, and I've never been able to hear her, per se, but, like, I, I have gotten signs that she's near me and around me, um, so I know that she's with me, but it, the takeaway was just that knowing that I have someone that can communicate with her and hear her and you know has all these different multifaceted abilities to connect with her spirit and then translate what she says to me it just makes me feel closer to her and it makes me feel like we still have the same bond that we had when she was physically here absolutely so I can tell you as a medium what spirit has shown me is everything's energy so our soul's energy when we die our physical flesh suit which is also energy uh mm -hmm. it just weathers and decays but the soul lives on so um i'm so glad to hear that as well i am wondering how what were your thoughts because as you know i don't typically remember anything from readings um right but i know that i just read you or met with you a week or two ago Mm -hmm. And I was nervous. I'm just going to put it out there in full candidness. I was nervous because you asked me to channel for one of your past animals. And right. it's not something I typically do. Uh, but I'm so glad that you felt comfortable to approach me to go over that. But mm -hmm. if you um, don't mind sharing or if you feel comfortable sharing, how did that reading go for you? Um, sure. Because I honestly don't remember but also um I, I I'm just curious well like we discussed like you told me off the top like you know I have a lot of experience communicating with animal spirits and um you know I I still wanted to try um because it had been so many things since my pet um passed away um, years ago that have just been weighing on me. And um, I did ask someone else um, prior to asking you uh, if it was possible. Um, I don't feel like it really, I didn't feel like the, there was a connection at that time uh, when I, when the other person tried. Um, I, like I said, it was like bits and pieces where it was kind of like, 
maybe, but it was still kind of some uncertainty, but mm -hmm. things that came out during our reading, you know, I immediately busted into tears because, um, you know, the, everything was so specific that you were saying, like, I know you you said you don't remember, um, but as you were speaking to me, I knew you were connected to his spirit because everything that you were saying was so accurate, very specifically accurate. So um, it just amazed me that um, the feelings and things that I hoped for, the things that you confirmed during the reading, like, um, yes, he he felt loved and just all the all the things that I wondered about and think guilt that I've been carrying around about so many things, you know, those questions were answered. And mm -hmm. I knew that, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't anything like that you could say a blanket statement that would apply to anyone's pet. Like you were telling me specific things that only he would know from being my pet. So, mm -hmm. you know, it, it was just really moving and and again, it just gave me so much peace and made me feel so um, so much more comforted that, you know, he's happy, you know, it, it was just so positive, you know, and it, and it just made me feel like I could close the door on some of that guilt that I've been carrying around for so long. It was like a, a burden had been lifted. Oh, good. So if you're comfortable and you don't mind, do you mind sharing like at least one specific detail that was given that was one of them that you were like yep that is for sure my late dog coming yeah um one thing the one of the first things uh that you uh relayed to me was that you said he was very spoiled and you said almost to the point where you know he even had sweaters that you would give him to wear and he thought he was a person he was so spoiled <laughs> a picture on my desk right next to me while we were doing the reading of him in a sweater he had several sweaters and I showed you the picture during the reading because it was just so amazing I'm sorry I'm getting teary-eyed oh I'm sorry no it's fine it was just when you said that it was like how would you know you know what I mean like how would you know that unless you were communicating with him yeah everybody's relationship with their pet is different you know some people do treat their pets like people and and some people leave their pets in crates all day and some people leave them outside like there's no way you would know that we had that kind of relationship so just the fact that that was one of the first things that came out it was so significant and it just let me know right then and there that you were really connected to him and it meant a lot that you were able to do that well i'm so happy to provide that service for you uh, to offer that healing but also keep in mind i'm just human so i'm literally just a channel i happen to be the channel that past loved ones can come through <laughs> so um i am so honored to be doing this work but i also want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for trusting me with that not a lot of clients whenever i tell them hey this is not a specialty of mine are you sure uh -huh. uh, want to go ahead and move forward with me on that so that is 
really special and I feel so honored and privileged that you do trust me to sit down and give me that opportunity and allow that information to come through for you. Um, The other thing, the other question I have is, and this is just a curveball question. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, okay. Should I continue to do mediumship for animal souls? You said, should you? Yeah, should I continue to? I definitely feel like you should because I'm a strong believer that, you know, animal spirit is, you know, just as meaningful and significant and impactful to human like animal spirit and human spirit connections are just as strong in my opinion and and some and some people might not agree with me but I feel like those relationships are just as meaningful as human to human spirit you know spirit is spirit you know so uh, you know if if you have that ability to continue to practice that and you know you said you don't have a lot of experience but you know, that's the way to get experience is if you keep trying and keep channeling right? and keep, you know, sharpening your abilities to do that. But you definitely were able to do it to me very strong. Like, I didn't feel like I never would have known you didn't have the all the experience doing it if you hadn't told me because the reading to me was very much just as clear as the other reading that we did. Mm-hmm. So it, it, I wouldn't have known that you didn't have that experience. So I feel like you should definitely keep trying and keep practicing that. Yeah. And all transparency, I think I might as people, I don't think I'm going to advertise it, but I think I'm going to let clients rather reach out and just ask, is this mm-hmm. something that you do until I gain a more experience to where then I'll stick it as one of the offers or the services I offer. Um, but I appreciate the feedback on that because I have to tell you full transparency. That's what I love about doing this podcast is people get to hopefully hear my thought process more and also kind of get to know my personality as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is very much a, I was nervous before we did really? that. Meeting. I was like, I have no idea how this is going to go through But I remembered your personality from the first reading Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I feel, I feel comfortable doing this with my, oh, good. If, if this, if she feels comfortable enough, I know that she's not going to be one of those clients. that's like, oh, you did a trash job. <laughs> no, never. Like so I, was like, <laughs> uh, I feel good about this. I won't know unless I try more. So. Right. Right. I'm glad that you were comfortable enough to, to at least try and absolutely grateful and, that you did. And I'm glad that it turned out the way it did um, because now you know that you have that ability and, you know, and now I got the closure and, you know, the, the feelings, like you said, I can start to heal from what I was feeling. And it was just amazing that yeah. it went as well as it did. So, yeah. well, I will say just for personal note, but also just to throw it out there, doing the reading from what I do remember and comprehend from the second reading, which is the one for your late dog, Mm -hmm. um, I believe messages and signs and symbols were coming through just like it would for a human soul. However, it was just 
more tailored from a different perspective of the okay. energy and from that soul. So that's why I was still seeing signs and symbols, but it was more in relation to your late dog's life and his personality and how he thought about things and the bond between the two of you. It was really fun to explore. Um, but I'm glad that spirit came through because honestly, I forgot all about the, the sweater part until you mentioned that you showed me the picture of him and then I could vaguely see the picture that you held up for me. That's so mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Okay, so next question is, is overall, how was your experience with Opal's Truth? I have only positive things to say. I mean, overall, I would say I was just really blown away by the feeling that I had of just knowing. I know I don't know how else to explain it other than just like that feeling like knowing with no doubt that you communicated with my mom, that you communicated with my pet, like just knowing that and feeling like I, I don't have to question this. I don't have to wonder if the wool was pulled over my eyes or if I was desperate for a connection that I just made things fit that really didn't apply or anything like that. It was just yeah. like this feeling of like, I know that you're communicating with them and I just was in the moment and just enjoying the time that they were communicating um, through you and you know feeling that connection and just knowing that they are still like you said energy around me and still very present and um, it was just a really good feeling so good very good cool so I do have another question that is I have two more for you, but I see in your writing that you mentioned the resources that were given for your energy, your chakras and elevating your vibration. Um, so I just wanted to check in and see as long as you're okay with it being shared on the podcast. Um, how is that going for you? What have you found that works for you personally? And what have you found that doesn't work for you? So I'm honestly, um, I'm just taking baby steps. Like I, I have so many resources and I'm so busy with work and everything, but I try to still like work in some things for my mental state and just overall wellness. So um, I've looked at some of the um, notes that I took during our first reading where you were telling me like, about my different chakras and different things that I should start to do. Um, and then the last reading we had, you were telling me about how I should start speaking positivity and you know manifesting things in that way. So I try to refocus and reframe my thoughts consciously. Like when I'm starting to think a negative way, like I'll try to switch my thoughts and reframe them and speak positively and try to, you know, speak that into the universe. And mm -hmm. um, as far as like the other practices, like I haven't started meditating yet, honestly, I want to 
really get to a point where I dedicate meditation time every day, but I just haven't done that yet. Um, what I have been more focused on is more like positive affirmations and, you know, listening to music and things that will calm me when I'm starting to feel stressed so that I can just like be physically present in the moment and not overwhelmed with everything around me that I need to do that I need to get done that still hasn't gotten done and things like that. So I've just taken small steps. Um, I have a long way to go and a lot more to learn about, you know, how to get my chakras to work together and my overall like spiritual health um, from the inside out. But I am definitely more conscious and aware of things that will help pull me out of like a negative headspace now um, instead of just like going down this rabbit hole of you know sadness and despair and darkness you know I'm I use the resources that have been given to me you know that you gave me and and also that I have gathered from other people and other things to just um, try to pull myself out of those during those dark times that come so very good I think you are doing a beautiful job at it and I love 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 that you are taking those baby steps and you're not trying to rush through it or push through it Uh, but then you're also really starting at what feels good for you and that would be changing the way that you talk to yourself and not only that but also the universe and those around you so I think that's wonderful and very beautiful that you're working on changing your perspective first before you jump fully into it. Um, I say that because especially with you trying to find time to do meditation, haven't started it yet. That's totally understandable because it does. We don't expect you to change your habits and behavior overnight like that. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So definitely take your time with that. But really, whenever you do start meditating and you do feel like you've shifted your perspective or your uh, your lens of how you talk or view things Mm -hmm. uh, or put word things rather. um, I think it's it's I think it's a great start because then you're going to see whenever you do start meditating, you're going to not second guess yourself so much whenever you do have experiences and. Mm you are going to be more open and receptive to the gratitude that comes from meditation also. So even whenever you are ready to start meditating though, is you, you don't have to sit there and start at 30 minutes, like just find a minute starting out to deep breathe just for a minute, 30, 60 seconds. That's all you need a day. Okay. Deep breaths, just focus, come back to the present moment maybe ground yourself a little bit. And then from there you can up it. Or if you are more comfortable starting with five minutes, then start with five minutes. You might even surprise yourself and start with 60 seconds or a Mm -hmm. minute. And then you might realize, oh, I'm actually already just naturally meditating for five minutes and it doesn't Mm -hmm. even feel like five minutes. Mm -hmm. That's something there. But I do love to hear that you are taking your time with it. You're not rushing it. And you're really gathering knowledge before you embark. So 
I think that knowledge is going to be a good thing for you to pull out of your back pocket whenever you do get further down the spiritual journey or further down your road. Uh, mm-hmm. That way, whenever you do cross that path or start learning that new lesson or new perspective, you're not sitting there scratching your head for a while. Like you right. already have a good foundation laid out. Like, oh, I have some knowledge on this already. So you just plug right. in. So I love that. Thank I love you. that. You are doing a fabulous job. Thank you. Absolutely. So the last question that I have for you, and this is a great segue because you already kind of talked about meditation. Um, but how are you practicing self-care? Um, I have been not the best <laughs> at my self-care goals. Um, in all honesty, like I tell myself one thing and then when I'm in the midst of being stressed out, which is most of the time, then I'm a victim to my old thought processes a lot. And that's why I'm to focus on reframing my thoughts and Mm -hmm. putting things in perspective. Um, You know, I have a fitness schedule that I strive to stick to, but I am guilty of letting work get in the way of that. Um, I have a huge problem with balancing my work life balance um, efficiently. Um, I'm known to like work two, three hours past the time that I'm supposed to get off of work. Um, I just, it's like, I constantly am thinking about what needs to be done, what I haven't done yet. And um, I'm really wanting to just make myself the priority and understand that work is work. It pays the bills. I have to be healthy spiritually, mentally, emotionally um, to be able to do anything because if I shut down, then everything shuts down. So Mm -hmm. I start making myself a priority and that's what I work on every day. And I strive for a successful balance. Um, But, you know, like I'll take a short walk just to refocus or like you said, I'll take some deep breaths and just tell myself, you know, everything will be fine and I'll give myself a little pep talk or I'll listen to something uplifting and then I'll go back to it but I just need to draw the line as far as my work day is over now so I need to or either that or schedule time for me like I stick to my schedule for everything else like meetings or whatever professionally that I'll stick to but I need to do that for me. Like if I put something on my schedule, like I'm going to work out for 60 minutes at this time, I need to stick to that just and give it the same dedication that I would if it were a work obligation. So that's what I'm dealing with now. Absolutely. So I want to change if I may, I don't want to be intrusive, but are you open to me giving you some perspective? Sure. Awesome. But I love the conclusion that you're coming to where you say, you know, it's my time. Mm-hmm. And I need to put in my schedule, if I want to meditate for X amount of time, do that. If I want to work out for 60 minutes, I need to put that on there and stick mm-hmm. to my, my schedule. Mm-hmm. Because the deal is, is the perspective you have is you're essentially giving your power away to your employer and you're becoming the 
um, the worker that will go above and beyond over their hours for the week or for the day or whatever, and they just can't stop working. And then that's also leaking into your personal life where you're not having healthy boundaries or setting boundaries to where you're able to get what you need done in your personal life done. So it's out of balance at mm-hmm. work. You're very proficient and knocking things out and you're doing awesome. But in personal life, it's kind of like, ah, we could use some work. Maybe right. we get to eat. You know? Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe we get to bed on time. Maybe we take a shower, you know, <laughs> who knows really. Um, So we want you to take your power back and realize that they chose you and hired you and you are giving them eight hours a day or whatever your job construct is. You're giving them eight hours a day. They're not taking that from you. You don't owe it to them. You are working that eight hours and they are paying you for your time. Mm -hmm. Same thing with your personal life. You are in your power now at work because you're now going to start realizing they're paying me for my time. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is my time. It is Micah's time. It is not your employer's time. It is your time. They're paying you for your time to do X, Y, Z job task. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. The so same thing whenever it comes to your personal life, we need you to start taking power back over your time. And if you schedule yourself, Hey, I need at least a 30 minute workout or move my body guess what you're going to do? You're going to stick to your schedule and do at least a 30 minute workout or even 60, 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like start realizing that your day is your time. Okay. And your eight okay. hours at work is not like they pay you for that time. Right. But it's still okay. your time. Right. So as long as like, obviously they're paying you for the time. So in a way it does become their time, but really I love the perspective that if we were to die tomorrow, mm-hmm. our employer would replace us in a matter of 30 days. I just said that exact same thing earlier today when I was talking to somebody else. <laughs> so there you go. It is yeah. the same. You don't have to continue to bend over backwards for your job. Yes, I'm sure they love that. Yes, I'm sure you're great at your job and that's wonderful. But in reality, you're going to end up getting burnout where we want to see you have more personal time and take care of yourself as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Um, so make sure that as you are reallocating time and looking at your schedule, you realize this is Micah's time. No okay. one else's. And mm-hmm. Micah decides I'm going to give my work eight hours. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you want to be a little ambitious or overachiever, you can give them nine hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after that, your task for them, your job for them is closed, case closed, you're done. And then we're going to start working on personal stuff and make sure Mm -hmm. we have time for that. Um, Are uh, assuming that you're hourly and not like salary or the expectation isn't for you to work like 12 hour days or however long it takes to get your job done, things like that. I am salary, but yeah, um, it's still like, um, that's where it gets you know what I mean well they still don't they don't force us to do it it's just like a my own thing like I feel like I can if I can just get to this stopping point then next week will be or the next day it'll be easier or if I can mm-hmm. get done then you know it'll make it easier for me so I'm yeah. putting those unrealistic expectations on myself I wouldn't even say that it's 
something that they require me to do. It's just something within myself that I just can't turn the switch off. Yeah. And that's totally, that's why spirit and I are giving you the perspective of take it back. It's your time. It's Micah's mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Do okay. your job, get your work done. We're not saying slack off with work, but right. get your work done, do what you need to do, but you need to start sticking true to your schedule and your time increments okay. to where if you schedule yourself meditation and go to your meditation, if you schedule mm-hmm. yourself a walk, go take that walk. But also kind of like what you're saying is if I can get this done before the next day, then it's easier. But the reality is, is you know that even when you get that task done and yes, it's a good stopping point, you know, the work is just going to keep on coming. Mm -hmm. So really we need to get you to the point where get your job done. But if there's anything extra, you can do that if you want to, or if you feel like it, but really we need you to start adopting the mindset of work is going to be there tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So as long as you're hitting your deadlines, anything extra, it's going to be there tomorrow. Like, don't, keep stretching yourself or spreading yourself then because then you're really not going to make progress with your workout routine or right. your diet or getting a spiritual outlet that feeds your soul, but also your energy. This mm-hmm. is also why you're so hard on yourself because you're not giving yourself time to love yourself and recoup and recharge and rejuvenate yourself. So I don't know, just just a tidbit of information that I felt inspired to, to give. Thank you. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Hopefully that makes sense and hopefully that helps, but that's just kind of change that perspective. It's still your time, but they are paying for it. So Mm -hmm. get what you need to do done, but don't continue to spread yourself so thin and I think you're going to feel better once you actually stick to your schedule and stick to your personal things as well. Yeah, I think that'll make me feel better too. Yeah, I think at first there's going to be an adjustment period is what I feel, but at the same time, I think you will adjust, but I think you will be tempted to where you're going to be like, oh, I'm not sure about this. This feels too weird. I want to my old way. But I think if you stick it out, you'll reacclimate and adjust just fine. And okay, you'll actually probably even be more successful at work because then you'll be even more rested. So you'll be more inclined to think clearly and get more clear organization and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. So okay, work smarter, not harder. Right. <laughs> I'm all about that life. <laughs> Um, but with that, I want to thank you so much for being on Opal's Lounge. It was a joy to have you. Thank you so much for having me. This was so nice to be able to talk about everything. So I'm very um, happy that you asked me to do this. So thank you. Absolutely. It was a joy to have you.